we're gonna say on today's show we're gonna talk about peloton buying wearables intel investing 20 billion dollar in factories in arizona and robots buying poetry we buy the poetry of the robots yeah the, the taxpayer the taxpayer paid for it to put those right. honest hard-working poets out of the job Joining me as always from the East Sussex, a farmhouse, a barn. Where is he? Sebastian Muffs, the deputy editor of DCD. Um, how was the move? How was the whole settling in? Uh, well, I didn't have internet for the, for the first week, so that was fun. Uh, filing news stories on like my knees crawled next to a closed pub trying to use the pub Wi-Fi. Well, have you discovered a local coffee shop where you can escape your family for, for half a day? We're on lockdown. There's no, there's no local nothing. There's no escape. No. There's no escape. And as always, from the civilized world of Londonium, Maximal X. The axis of evil. Yes, I, I'm, I'm broadcasting <laughs> from from a from a loft in in Wood Green, and and the weather is fine, and and, and inspires me to go for a cycle. Max Max has an electric bike that takes him outside, but he doesn't need to move his legs. But we're going to talk about Peloton, which keeps you inside, but you have to move your legs for it to work. <laughs> Peloton buys wearables in the name of Iquido, Alice Wearables, and Otari. And Alice Wearable, I think, is the closest we can get from an Apple Watch. Although, if you go to their website, they are not selling any watch. You have to write like an application form to apply for this experience. I don't know what that means. Maybe that changed that after they were acquired by Peloton. Their watch looks just like Apple Watches with the Nike and the Mango and the Black. Peloton, obviously, known for their cycles, for their spin, for their wheels, for their at-home workout sessions, for their very expensive bikes, for their $49 plus, the subscription that you go every month. And now they're going beyond from cycling company for an at-home workout company to potentially AI and wearable company and hardware. Absolutely. We are interested in this because all three of the recent acquisitions were AI companies. They followed a number of other acquisitions and it shows Peloton is very, very serious about AI, but it's buying small, you know, like these are not major companies, you know, like these are kind of like, you know, like 40 million there, 50 million there. Um, but it's interesting because Peloton, well, this is my personal opinions, uh, is, 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 is essentially a brand searching for a product. It's a little bit like Red Bull. At the moment, everything they do, other people can do. I'm not saying better but it's, it's just a question of time you know like anybody like any fitness equipment manufacturer and can and does already strap a tablet to their device um there's going to be a lot more of this but for peloton essentially there are two ways forward one is to build actual technology that people cannot replicate and second continue advertising like crazy which is which is i think something that we're observing at the moment I just want to push back slightly on the Red Bull because they already have a very successful product, which is their bikes, right? Because th I think that put them, it, it does put them in an advantage. Because if I go to people's house, if I swipe those real estate, you know, properties, photos, the only bikes you'll find in people's house is the Peloton bike. But they have bigger. a brand, not a product. As, as, no, as no, no. They have, they have both right now. They they, so they, they yeah. built a brand on a decent product that's super expensive. And by being super expensive, that creates a more of a brand because it becomes this exclusive thing. But the problem is that product is no longer special. There was a whole bunch of knockoffs that were kind of crappy. They've gotten better. They also had their, their live video service and their kind of trainer service. Again, that's being copied. So it, it's now about taking that existing audience that is growing at the moment thanks to the kind of stay-at-home culture and adding an as-a-service layer on top 
and get some stickiness, gamification, uh, leaderboards, all of that kind of jazz, and, and tons of useless data that people can look at and go, oh, my heart rate spiked at this. It doesn't matter, but if it makes you happy, fine. Pay your $50 a month. Um, the, the problem is, simultaneously, Apple long ago reached that plateau. Apple reached the plateau of like we everyone that's going to buy an iPhone we've got everyone that's going to buy any kind of Apple product we've got them how do we make more money sell them services and so they you know Apple TV Apple Music all these services that Apple are doing are not inventive they're they're always seen as this very inventive company when it comes to services they're incredibly dull and conservative conservative and copycat so of course they now have Apple Fitness Plus which is just Peloton it's that's all it is. Peloton without the bike, $10. Peloton service, $10. Cuz Peloton yeah. also have a bikeless treadmillless service that's $12 and it's like we'll we'll tell you to lift weights or whatever. Um but Apple can always undercut you because they have more cash reserves than most countries. Right. They don't technically need the money. They can just kill the competition with yeah. Yeah, and and then just like you saw with with Apple Music and you see with Apple TV, they use the fact that they have this huge device audience where they control that device. So they just push. And they said they wouldn't do push notifications, but they do. And they even put ads within the settings of iOS. And it would right. be, they, it, it could see you going for a run and it could say, hey, you're going for a run. How would you like to track that and gamify that and you know, take that to the next level with Apple Fitness Plus. We'll give it to you for free for a year. Then you're used to the gaining those stats on that leaderboard or your friends maybe on that leaderboard. So it, it, it's this race to capture that audience and get them hooked on that data right now and that's why they need to peloton needs to acquire to quickly move right. they need to acquire ai companies they need to acquire wearable companies because you t- it takes years to build that up virtual assistants though um very easy you know dime a dozen you know like you don't have to be a very smart or 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 or, or, or have a lot of resources to build virtual assistants so i think that's going to be the natural next step you know like is giving voice to those stats is 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 you know like building some kind of analytic system that can break down the numbers and and, and tell you something interesting you know like well, this is what analytics does. Right, so AI Quido, AI Quido the uh, AI company that they bought, that that's what they pitched themselves as kind of Alexa-like, Siri-like digital voice assistant with the pitch at the time prior to acquisition being it's more designed for working with third-party apps. So it would right. be like open Uber and then Uber would work with it rather than the slightly more walled garden approach of the bigger guys. So... Presumably, again, if you're working out, your hands might be busy. You don't want to be kind of flicking around on your phone or on the touch screen. A voice assistant makes sense. There are things that Apple does really well, mostly from the watch. And there are things Peloton does really well, mostly from the instructor and the bike. And I feel like Peloton just probably see all the competition piling up. I guess the rebel analogy kind of makes sense because there's a lot of competition. Anybody can, what they're doing is not particularly, you're right, what they're doing is not particularly special other than the, than the brand and a decent product so they probably just want to I, I don't know if this is will be successful or not but i think it makes all the sense in the world for them to say yeah apple is eating our lunch with the with the apple service for people who don't even need to buy a bike why would i choose if, if i want to go ten dollars for workout it's better than fifteen hundred dollars and fifty dollars a month right so they they probably are thinking we just need a decent wearable device that can go with our bike so when they go the whole get the whole package they can have a seamless workout experience that I think that all they're going for is that perfect workout, an hour or 30 minutes of workout experience that, that can rival the Apple Watch, the Apple Fitness example. If they can do that, they've made it. I, I think the idea of trying to do hardware, though, so a, a similar situation with Mark Zuckerberg with Facebook was petrified that 
he doesn't control the final layer. He doesn't control the, the Android. He doesn't control the Apple device. And that's always really scared him. So his idea was to right. team up with HTC for those Facebook phones. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they work out pretty well. I yeah, I, of, of the <laughs> for everybody <laughs> overburdened and, and terrifying landfills that we have. I'm sure if you if you dig down deep enough in any one of them, you're going to come across a lot of those Facebook phones. What I like about Peloton is it's clearly going to be a case study for something, but we don't know what yet. It has reached critical mass. Everybody's aware uh, of it, but like a couple of years down the line, three, four years down the line, we're going to be either talking about how Peloton built an empire, starting with those with those treadmills and an awful advertising, or we're going to talk about the fall of Peloton like we would talk about the fall of HTC, you know? Like, it's just like, yeah, you know, like th those arcs are definitely present in the industry. You can be right. the hottest shit on the planet, but that you know, like that does not protect you from 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 a fall. I mean, they're closer to Juicero than uh, than HTC, but yeah, if if it gets people moving, hey. And there's something about the fitness space as well. You know, like people are prepared to pay over the odds for something they see as 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 as, yeah. as, as premium. Uh, again, Under Armour has built like a very successful business on this idea that of of premium products at a very high price. So you know, like there's space for that. I mean, one of the, the big unanswered questions with the, the wearables push we've had for the past like half decade and now with these Peloton devices is how useful is the data they capture? Um, and that they capture more and more data, heart rate, you know, where you move to, and maybe your breathing, maybe any of these kind of things. So far, there hasn't been that much use to it beyond gamification. So it's nice for the person to see. But like most of the calorie counters are just made up. <laughs> you know, it completely depends on your own metabolism. Most of the, the heart rate monitors are completely way off. Most of the blood pressure things are way off. It, if there is an actual value in collecting all this data, then Peloton is potentially sitting on a large gold mine because they're going to get more and more data. Mm. But that is a completely open question. Right. Well, I'm also curious, too, where, where does AI fit in all this? Because they're buying these companies, and I don't know what they're currently doing, what you're saying, too, with data and algorithm. What is their end game? Work out as a service. And you, you mm. need as many shiny little dongles on that and as much ways of working out when after a, a workout are they most likely to be prompted to, hey, you did really well. If you pay $5 more this month, you can get a hands-on training from our top trainer or whatever. Like it, it's, it's the same system that Netflix uses to try and work out when to push a movie to you. But also, I think if you work out seriously, it's all about progress, right? It's how many reps can you do? How many setups can you do? How many how, how many times can you do something? And there, you always need to monitor progress. So this, it kind of makes sense in, in, in fitness training in particular, this obsession with data and numbers. Because at a very superficial level, you just need to know, you know, like, that, 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 that you know, like in the summer of last year, you did, you did, you did this many girls and, 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 and this year you can do twice that. Should we roll the music for Chip Watch? Chip Watch. Bam. All right. You're all, you're all pumped. Your blood is pumping like you've been on a Peloton. You're excited. You want to hear about Intel. Yeah, your heart rate is spiking. Developers. Intel investing $20 billion in factories in Arizona. The Arizona stories, they say they're going to spend $20 billion to build two fabs in Arizona, which is, is about in line with the cost of fabs because they're super expensive. It will cost more than $20 billion over their lifetime. So they're looking at you know maybe half you know like 50 billion over the course of the lifetime the more interesting story is a they said yes we are going to use other fabs for our core products so they'll use tsmc they'll use samsung to build their core chips simultaneously 
they are getting into the foundry business. And this is completely against decades of Intel orthodoxy. They are going to be a company where you can go and say, build me some chips and they will build them some chips. All of that about Intel sounds really, really good. And I think they're very ambitious and this feel like they're, this is their another effort for them to come out of the, uh, the never ending slope they were on. But it, 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 yeah, the, the but is they're simultaneously saying, hey, we messed up. We were not able to make the chips we needed in the time frame we need. Uh, so we're going to use other manufacturers. Hey, come to us. We'll manufacture chips for you. And that is a little bit of a disconnect. But it is also them accepting their place in the world and accepting that certain things are going to be made better elsewhere, certain things they're good at making. It, it's also a concept that, you know, foundries don't usually run at 100% capacity. Most foundries are at the moment because we're going through this chip crisis. But by the time these fabs come online, that probably won't be the case. So if Intel is giving up, say, 80% of its chip manufacturing to itself and it has 20% time spare, that's just wasted money. Why not build chips to someone else? And yeah. then I'll let you talk about it in a sec, but this is the most exciting part is that they will also, and we don't know the exact details, but they will be licensing out the x86 architecture currently mm -hmm. only owned by them and AMD. So mm -hmm. you, you, just a couple of days before this announcement, Google hired uh, an ex-Intel employee to and said, look, we're going to be building systems on chip, like proper chips, proper, not just AI-specific chips, not just video processing chips. We're going to be building what will essentially be our own Xeons, our own Ryzen's, uh, mm. our own Epics. And at the time, I was like, well, what are they going to do? Are they going to do ARM? Are they going to do RISC-V? But now they have the option. They have this guy at Intel who knows x86, who built x86 chips. They can go to Intel and say, manufacture us these Google Intel licensed chips. And that's a huge change for Intel. Okay. Okay. Because my question would be like, because they're essentially offering their competitors, their manufacturing facilities. Intel's lineup is so broad and is involved in so many different things. You know, they have CPUs, they have FPGAs, they're working on GPUs. Why would you go to Intel and say, guys, can you build me the next Intel killer? Yeah. And, and, would, you, and would you trust them to build the next Intel right. killer? Yeah, yes, because Intel, Pat Gelsinger has realized this is, this is, it's almost like the cloud concept where Google didn't want to get into the cloud race because you could build the next Google on Google Cloud and they didn't want that. But they realized, oh wait, but they could just do it on Amazon. Equally, if they're not gonna use Intel foundries, they're gonna use TSMC, they're gonna use Samsung foundries. Samsung is a perfect mm -hmm. example of, Samsung's involved in a lot of products. Samsung yeah. makes chips for themselves. Samsung mm -hmm. makes chips for their competitors and it's right. worked fine. It, Intel is better off getting a piece of the pie of their competition than seeing their competition fund their manufacturing competition simultaneously. It, 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 it's an acceptance that they can't have this walled garden forever because they've lost so much ground. Do you think we could end up in the situation where AMD actually manufactures something on Intel Fabs? <laughs> I mean, mm. it's, it, it's 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 plausible. You know, Intel knows x86 architecture and how to manufacture it. AMD obviously is the only other guys with the license. It, it, AMD does not have any semiconductor manufacturing other than test bed ones. They've mainly used TSMC. Um, but if we get in another situation like we're in now where there's a, a semiconductor crisis and then Intel says, hey, we have capacity, AMD would be dumb not to take it. And Intel would be dumb not to, to offer it because it's going to be taken by someone else eventually anyway. 
This is this is very interesting, and it's a very quick change because Pat Pat Gelsinger has been there for what, like three four months in no, the see, office. So so th- this is the question, right? Like Pat Gelsinger is getting a lot of the credit, the, the credit, but Satya Nadella, for example, he got a lot of the credit for for turning mm-hmm. Microsoft around, uh, mm-hmm. in particular Microsoft Azure. But Microsoft Azure was launched under Steve Ballmer, just w- was the early days, and then Satya Nadella came in and got all the credit for it. Um, some of this shift was happening under Bob Swan, the the previous and kind of rubbish mm-hmm. Intel CEO, um, especially the shift to using other chip manufacturers. But that was mainly because he oversaw years of Intel failing to meet targets. Yeah, and and, and the way they announced that, you know, like that actually put a dent in 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 in, in well, the share price. I think. So I mean, this is the the beauty of narrative is the previous way Intel was using TSMC was seen as a negative because it was leaked. It was conflicting messages. It was clearly, this is a company on the back foot trying to hide how bad it is. Whereas the announcement now seems like a message of strength. Hey, we are evolving for the modern period. We're using other foundries Mm -hmm. when it makes sense. We're using our own when it makes sense. We just care about getting the best chips out. And it's, 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 it's the same thing. They're doing the same thing. Just it sounds so much better. It gives a lot more investor confidence. It it makes more sense, and they can spin it into a into a positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 now people like Samsung are feeling the pressure. Yeah, they they they, they yeah they actually took a took took a bit of a beating on their share price. Them and Micron, I believe. So yeah, you know, like it's just like chips are an ecosystem, and it doesn't matter what kind of chips you're manufacturing, you know. Yeah, because yep. I mean we talked about that previously with the semiconductor shortage. Chips are things you need to think about in the terms of decades. Um, the, you know, the main reason we're going through a chip shortage now isn't a supply issue. It's that the supply was guessed a couple of years ago, and no one guessed there'd be a giant pandemic that meant everyone upgraded their home laptops. So the the impact of Intel getting into this foundry business, we're not going to see what that impact is until 2022, 2023, 2024, and on. So the next episode on, on, on Chip Watch will be... 2024, we'll see what happened to Intel. (laughs) Do you like pancakes? You'll look like a stealth assassin from the clouds. Are you coming on to me? (laughs) Will you marry me? (laughs) That's That's my favorite. Just cut to the point. You look like Jesus if he were a butler in a Russian mansion. Wait, is that that on there? Yeah. All right, if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, these are just some of the many uh, AI-generated chat uplines posted on the AI weirdness weirdness substack. Uh, it's it, it's one of the best kind of like uh, substacks about uh, machine learning, and, and and yeah, they have fun and it's very accessible. It's sort of like a battle between uh, different uh, AI-based uh, language generation uh, systems, and, and 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 yeah, they're trying their best at, at generating chat up lines and with varying results and some of them are very very good like uh they they, they, the russian jesus butler thing uh originated from da vinci and some of them are not very good so for example so 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 babbage uh would approach a potential uh you know like significant ad uh, other by asking them will you marry me whereas ada would just scream in all caps cape fashion i love you i love you i love you to the confines of death and disease the legions of earth rejoices Woe be to the world. That's W H Odin esque. Yeah, and I and I think this one is actually the most practical of it all, and I actually want to know the answer. 
And it goes like this. Out of curiosity, did you know that you can sip and snore pump, pumpkin spice latte? So for, for all of you basics out there, <laughs> can you tell me the answer? <laughs> can you? After you put your after you take a photo of your name on the cup, can you sip and snore pumpkin spice lattes? Maybe that's a fall question, but we're, not, we're, we're still in spring. But I guess we'll get the answer in September. But that's a great question. <laughs> Dude, we're, we're not in America. We don't have that like period where we just put pumpkin in everything. Right, that's a very um, American thing where it's just like, well, oh, today's the day where like my toilet paper is pumpkin flavored. It, well, listen, you're, but hey, listen, but you you have like uh, a salt water taffy latte. You have salt water taffy latte. Yeah, in, as it should be. Here. That's not life, better. Life is meant to be suffered. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Another, another good one is so Da Vinci, right? Because because they mostly train them on kind of actual pickup artist lines. So Da Vinci has picked up nagging. One of the chattel plants here is like, wait, this beanie hat. Is it fashionable? <laughs> that's that's totally fair. That sounds like something something I would say. Well, no, this, uh, this seems more like you. I will briefly summarize the plot of Back to the Future Two for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is built on GPT three, OpenAI's kind of generally seen as like perfect machine language the language tool <laughs> yeah i mean gpt3 is generally seen as the most like exciting and and fun and advanced natural language generation system out there at the moment and and the great thing is you know they have a limited availability but you can take it and you can then build things on top of it um, i spoke to latitude ceo they they have a game a dungeon game and the game just kind of plays with you obviously it's quite janky but that's a really cool idea um you know we'll get into it a bit some people have used it for poetry as well as pickup lines it, it's a really cool completely impractical at the moment thing and and please don't try to pick up women using it <laughs> or or do until is what happened yeah i mean max i mean it's not like it's not like the existing model is working yeah either. i think max saying i have exactly four stickers i need you to be the fifth it's probably better than some of the things I've heard him say to people, including, and this is true, on a on a yacht party where he turned to a lady and said, "Do you like arm chips?" Uh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's that's literally like an AI pickup line, without question. <laughs> Do you like arm chips? Surprisingly, that's why he. That's our, in our first meeting. That's why he said to me too. <laughs> <laughs> Instant attraction. No, 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 no. It was a tech party, and I, I just thought it was reasonable mm -hmm. to assume that people that were present would know about arm chips. It turned what, out what that the say? lady in question uh, was uh, interested in VR, and and we had an interesting conversation about VR, and then we had a business meeting, which I thought was a date. Right, except that you, you that, that her number stopped working after after yeah. that. Well, it's one of the most tragic things I've ever heard. Um, and AI can't solve it just yet. No, 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 no. So basically, if I had to deploy these, I would I would adapt one of these and then I would be like, haha, that was generated by AI. And that would be a conversation starter. And I, I don't think it actually works better, but, you know, it's a strategy. Taking this to like a whole deep, deeper level or, or more shallower level, I wonder if we're talking about Peloton with all the data, right? I wonder if this, this is going to be like, there will be something that compile all the things that work and not work and, and all that kind of stuff. And it would just be some kind of an AI coach and say, hey, Max, last night you had a Bardarian workout. Try this line. Yeah, probably, but it's going to be terrifying. Just like, you know, Max talked about nagging. There's this whole internet subculture of trying to break women down so you can then prey on them. Uh, and, and, you know, it's a deeply destructive and terrifying thing like most of YouTube. <laughs> 
And to not yeah. put it to, in the algorithm, yes. Yeah. yeah, but the algorithm is always built on the most terrifying, messed up parts of the internet. But so what might have a better chance at wooing a more sensitive soul, of course, is is poetry. Sure. Right? It's a bit better than, you know, exactly. chat plans are very passe in, in this modern era of the educated human, not as successful. So poetry. And again, AI has your back. Max. It's a world expo. Every country brings something to the world expo to 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 impress the world, right? It, it, it's 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 a well-established tradition. So what the U- the UK, which builds nothing and creates nothing, and was a services country, but now can't do that because of Brexit. What does it bring to the table, Max? It brings something very emblematic of the state the country finds itself in. It brings uh, an art installation which will consist of AI-generated poetry, except. Uh, yeah, the project itself is not a science project or a research project. It was created by a brand... Uh, brand Experience AG yeah. Avant-Garde. And yeah. it is Avant-Garde. Um, Just to put out our own publication for a second, on the March 23rd edition of the article by Lewis Stone, it says, the title goes, I want to offer a correction because the title says, UK to wow World Expo with AI-based interactive poetry installation. I will say UK to... Mm? The World Expo with AI-based interactive poetry installation. <laughs> so essentially what they did is they, they, they took uh, uh, poems from 100 British poets, like a, a, half, a, a half a million um, lines of text in, in, in total. They fed it to an algorithm and then uh, uh, the output they produced was graded by actual poets, like for example members of the British uh, Poetry Society and, and, and people like them. So they did it over five months five months of grueling work grading uh predictions uh, and, and and creations from an algorithm and 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 basically the, the end result looks like something you can see on the website and um tian would you mind uh doing the honors and, and reading the ai generated poem again this is not only after the five months this is the one that they chose to make public so this is the oh, best is of true? the best poem because they've only currently so the idea is when the expo happens uh, expo attendees will all put in like a seed word and then together it will make like a big poem out of all these words that are meant to express humanity but as a precursor they've released this one poem so presumably there are tons of other poems that weren't good enough this is the creme de la creme the, the best poetry that the British AI <laughs> the best of the GBE and soon I am staring out again begin to practice my words expecting my word will come <laughs> it makes no sense it will not the wind is calling, my friend is near, I hear his breath, his breath is not the air. He touches me again with with his hands and tells me I am growing old. He says, far old, we travel across the empty field in my heart. There is nothing in the dark, I think, but he. It's a love poem. It's beautiful. It's, and, and it... Now the touching part got me a little tick, ticklish. The next one, I, I kind of enjoy this more because it gives the the user more agency, right? Right, you you throw in a, a, the first line, right? Yeah, you throw in the first line, you choose three poets from a very short list that you'd like. This is Google's verse by verse, and you write the first line, and then it will suggest each of those three dead virtual poets will give you three lines. So you have nine lines to choose from. You choose a line, then it, there's another line, and you slowly build the poem, and you can refresh if there are none. So, so here's one. I like to read AI business. Indeed it is. It has my nation. Freedom, sweet, the wonder of the debt. One must go to make this parapet. Perhaps it has some forgotten youth, or I was born with the law of truth. And it's it right. kind of makes sense. But again, this is where you know the writer had to choose those 
lines and there were a lot that didn't make anywhere near as much sense this is fun but ultimately i i'm very aware that i'm reading something that's essentially meaningless well i mean it's, it's also from a government perspective i mean the uk like deeply failed its arts um <laughs> community uh prior to this pandemic and especially during this pandemic was very criticized for how it treated them and how it supported them uh but is very patriotic and, and likes to kind of cash in on the rich history of british arts so this allows them to have their cake and eat it where they wave a, a small flag a little grapevine olive branch towards the the artists and the poets say look hey we, we're supporting arts we're promoting arts we're promoting poetry right, but right. actually spend almost no money other than money that yeah. goes to a brand agency right so 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 what 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 the uk has got going so far is world war ii movie that fe- features churchill's speech that that showed them uk single-handedly defeat defeated the nazis Guarantee, guarantee winner. Yeah, they, they UK have no help from anybody and just defeated Nazi themselves. And they stood tall and they they will fight. We shall fight them in the water. We, we shall fight, fight them on, on the, the Channel Islands. We shall oh, fight them at the pub. The thing is, we will never, never, never give up. Okay, okay, and and we and, will and, fight uh, them on the podcast <laughs> yeah and that so you guys has got that going and also uh ai poet the last thing i i, I would want to say is people really should stop positioning ai as an artist they're the they're, 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 ai written ai generated poetry ai written paintings this is not what the technology is all about the reflecting of human experience is good in fractions so basically it's good right. when when it when it helps you paint when it helps you create right. when you gives you some kind when it gives it some kind of prod you, you you need to use it as a as a tool in, in in specific instances but it's still as part of a wider tapestry created by human being i think there are countless applications of AI and music in music in, 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 in writing, but not like this. 100%. Where can people find you, Sebastian Moss? On Twitter, at Seb Moss. You can find me somewhere in East Sussex with a new zoom lens and some <laughs> Megalodon shark teeth. <laughs> Max, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on airbusiness.com. And actually, I forgot to make. We have a small announcement. There's a. Uh, there's a. Uh, there's going to be new members of the AI business family. We are growing as a collective. You cannot stop us, and you shouldn't. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, we have hired not one but two new reporters. That is right. We will have more news, more content. Uh, we will have some fresh blood, some new energy. These guys are massive nerds. They love AI. Like some of them, one of them has expertise in IP, and the other one has expertise in law specifically so we're gonna be a lot more serious but also uh th- there, there will continue to be some shit posting so look out for the bigger fatter juicier ai business in the weeks and months to come listen there's only one place to find me now you can find me on linkedin uh, and occasionally putting up podcast videos and sometimes put on high quality interview videos it's t-i-e-n lovely, lovely video on 5g that must have taken you many many years uh about a couple months yeah two yeah months. it's crazy for a single video scene yeah. amount of if, corporate if, yeah. excess i just say if you're curious about anything write me at, uh, by the way i never well, finished my, 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 my whole my whole my whole domain is t-i-e-n-c-h-i-f-u yeah you indeed but like i've also heard that you have an instagram account is that true because you 
I don't, I don't mention Barely it. Barely mentioned it. You know that. And you know what? I'm not going to mention it. 